0: The baseball season is over. But now the fun begins, Mike. The speculation. Time to open
1: up the checkbooks. <laughs> that time of the year.
0: This is episode fifty-nine of Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In, and last week we talked about as we as we get introed into the show by DJ ADSR Wilbur Reyes. Glad to see Caleb back. Glad in, to see him back. Glad he's feeling game, better. Man. Glad he's feeling better. Um, last week, we, you know, we recapped the World Series. It was a good one, even though it was, you know, five games, but, but I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that World Series. But now the speculation begins. Where is Otani going to end up? Where is Jordan Montgomery going to end up? Where is Kershaw (laughs) ending up? And so on and so on and so on. And we're here to give you answers, or at least try to give you our, our answers. Who, where, where we think they're going to end up, right? Um you know some some moves already by by the marlins and we'll we'll get into that some yankee rumors because you know there's there's a hey you, you need to give the the big guy happy you know a, a year ago we thought aaron judge was gonna go to uh to the giants remember arson arson judge and um he ends up back with the yankees yep. but you got to keep him happy so so we're we're gonna talk about all that mike but uh yeah, the fun's just beginning,
1: and there's a lot of uh, movement also as far as managers and upper management and oh, organizations. Absolutely. You know, GMs. Um, you know, these managers are are just absolutely getting paid Craig nowadays. With a five years, Oof. forty million.
0: Craig Council's banking. He's
1: banking, but what a great manager! Because it it seemed like when he was in Milwaukee. It was always they were always in the in the mix of things, whether it was a wild card, whether it was they were playing hard, like they were not a pushover team. And Milwaukee just seemed like a really cool place to play, man. It really does, you know. It's just like a fun place.
0: I remember Fellow Ramirez used to call him or was it Fellow or Manolo that named them La Yohinita? Yohinita. And my my dad would always oh yo we need we that, that. it's everywhere and, hey he scored the game winning run in that in that World Series mm-hmm. 1997 you know we'll, we'll never forget never that Never forget that what a great moment for the for the Marlins and now you know as a manager he's getting paid the big bucks but but Mike let's let's begin you know really quick with the local team you know the the Miami Marlins we were you know raising a stink a couple of weeks ago because they They told Kim Ng, hey, you know, Kim, you know, we want to bring a president of baseball operations, which they hadn't had in quite a bit. You know, she didn't like that because she did a good job. She thought she earned her stripes. So she, you know, respectfully disagreed. They respectfully parted ways. And I'm sure she's going to be more than fine. Oh, yeah. But in in comes Peter Bendix. Peter Bendix is a young guy. He's not even 40 yet. Started as an intern with Tampa Bay. Worked his way up to GM. And and we've said it on the podcast many times. Tampa Bay is always in it. Every year, whatever they do, it freaking works. They have a good formula. It, it's awesome.
1: I think their formula from top to bottom, except their stadium. Their stadium's right, a stadium nightmare. Sinks. They figured some stuff out. They figured some stuff out internationally and they figured some some stuff out, you know, domestically as well. You know, they've done a great job. They they're always in the thick of it. They're always well managed, you know. And the Roys are making run for it, man. You know, and they just lost a superstar, man. I don't think this guy's coming back, Armando. No. I think he's done.
0: No. What a shame. I, I mean, it's...
1: What a shame.
0: It's funny that I I, I got a couple of, of uh, baseball card uh, boxes for for Anderson and Wander Franco shows up a few yep. times and I'm like, man, what a way to ruin your, yeah, man. your so career, sad. your yeah. life. You know, I mean, I... Let's see. Let's see what happens. I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully the truth isn't what what was out there but it doesn't look good for him when when teams just cut him out completely yeah. uh very different than than what happened with Trevor Bauer which I want to talk about a little later cuz Trevor Bauer it was two adults one obviously made up a a story and you know they investigated thankfully you know hopefully Trevor Bauer will be back in in the majors But when it when it's when it's a minor, that's no, yeah, yeah, not
1: not happening. Wanders in a tough, tough, tough spot right there, and it's a shame, man, because we're talking about, in my opinion, one of the elite young talents that just got to the big leagues a couple years ago. You know, and we're super excited to see this guy's a playboy. You know, you saw that play he made up the middle. He flips the ball up. You know, he he plays the game kind of like if he's a kid. You know, something like a kid would do. As an adult, you know. Cleaner, better, um, and it sucks, man. It's just you know, it's for me. It's just you know, I can remove the situation, and just athletically, talent wise, um, you know, for the game wise, it's it sucks. You it know, does, it just man. Sucks, you know,
0: you know, and and he was one of the faces of baseball. Yeah, uh, but but you know, Bendix comes to the Marlins, and and you know he he has a task of yeah. of continuing to build right you know because uh he has to continue that that winning the winning way right that just uh, started again with with the marlins aside from that he also has to build up that farm system again because the farm system was awesome they made some trades some guys came up and but then the farm system seemed a little bit decimated so you know good 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 hire actually great hire for for the marlins i, I think it's um uh, it was the right move And and let's see let let's see what what happens now with with the Marlins who who they bring in are they are they gonna make a big splash or are they gonna you know come up and make a couple of moves that might make sense and when we go over the free agents there's a couple of guys that I have tabbed to possibly the Marlins that make all the sense in the world
1: yeah I mean it would be nice if they do something I mean um. You know, I, in my opinion, every offseason, every team should try to do something to push themselves in the right direction, like sitting back and doing nothing like we've seen some teams do. It just doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I'd like to see them do something. I'd like to, you know, and, and I kind of like what they've done lately where they kind of give guys these two, three, four year little small deals. I'm on board with that. Like you can find the right players to to make a nice formula, you know, to like they did this year. You know, they, they found some guys on some short term deals um but i you know I, I like them i like to see them at least make a couple moves even if they're short term deals i like to see one or two moves this off season
0: yep and um you know they they may they may not re-sign Jorge Soler he might be gone uh Cueto's gone not that he contributed much you know no sandy this year but you know i i think he's going to make some 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 good moves i i i want to i want to trust this guy i think the team built something nice with uh with Schumacher at a uh, as manager. So let's see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very optimistic about what the Marlins could do. And we'll go over the list. Uh, and then the, then there's the Yankees, you know, when Aaron judge comes out and says, Hey, I think they're looking at it the wrong way. They need to focus on average mm-hmm. and they need to focus on RBIs. Yep. And you just sent me something this morning. It was the first time since 1968, Mike, 1968, that so that's 55 years mm-hmm. that t- less than 10 players hit 300 in the majors what year was that 1968 that's that's pretty embarrassing 55 years that's man. pretty embarrassing man you so know on, so we're uh, talking about
1: 30 teams and each team has 18 position players 540 guys who step up to the plate to hit whether you're a starter or not there's 540 guys that suit up to hit the rest are pitchers you mean to tell me that nine hit over 300 and you're gonna and and people are gonna are gonna tell me that there's not a problem with big league hitters nowadays. Just trying to focus on the home run and the strikeouts, and we're just we're not we don't even have the numbers on the strikeouts. But I can guarantee you, the strikeouts fifty five years ago were not like this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, and I, and look, and
0: you, I and I just pulled it up just out of curiosity to see who. But look, if if I go down the list all the way to forty nine. It's guys that hit two sixty eight and up. There's a bunch of guys in the two nineties. This year, you were seeing averages in the 100s. Yeah, it's when, when's the last time you 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 remember seeing that?
1: Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you were if you're hitting sub two hundred, if you're hitting sub two twenty, I don't think you know you need, you know there's got to be somebody out there that can do something better somewhere. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be somewhere out there who can give you a little more production than that. Like like the guy the Marlins have, the catcher Sterling. I guess he's a good receiver. That's what they say. That you know he's a great receiver. He does this. He does that. But I've never seen him throw a guy out, and, that's, and that's, since I've been there, you know, and he doesn't give us anything offensively. He hits 150. Like you mean to tell me like that's a major leaguer? Like that's a yeah. That's one of 30 best catchers in the world that we can find to be a catcher for the Florida Marlins. I beg to differ. I bet you there's a guy in Double A that can hit 290.
0: No, like if, you, if you're telling me you okay, know? we we have Schwarber who's hitting a buck something. Boconio, he's hitting 50 home runs. That's different. You know, I mean, I, and I, and, I, and I, it still rubs huh. me the wrong way because I, I, I still want to see a guy like that at least hit 250. I road, but, but you know, 50-plus 50, 50 home runs, you're like, okay, he's contributing in, in another way. And look, in 1968, uh, let me see, it was six guys that hit over 300. Pete Rose, Matty Alou, Felipe Alou, Alex Johnson, Carl Jastrzemski, and Kurt Flood.
1: I, ju- I just think it's a problem when you, like, like you just mentioned Kyle Schwarber, right? I think it's a problem when you have more home runs than hits. Yeah. And then I think it's an even bigger problem when you have more strikeouts than home runs and hits combined. That's crazy. Like, where, like, what direction are we going here? Like, I want kids to hit for high average. You know what I mean? I want these guys in the bigs to hit 320, 330, 290, 270, 280. But you look at, like, your uncle or your family member said, like, oh, but this is a big league team. Like, every average yeah. is 215, 210. No, I can't be. It shouldn't be, you know, because it, it, we're just not, the, the swings have changed. Or they're teaching the swing differently. They're focusing on the wrong things. Batting average, RBIs, run scored. That's it. Yep. And there's no other stats that matter,
0: you know? <laughs> I remember looking up the averages, and if you look, okay, this guy hit 20 home runs, but let me see average 300, okay? RBIs, coño, 85. 320 home runs, 85 ribbies, coño, solid year. And now you're like 240, yeah, and then, 240, and this guy's hitting 30 in yeah, your lineup, And, then you, and then you know,
1: the numbers were easy to look at before. You, you looked at the walk-strikeout ratio. You want it to be one-to-one. You strike out once, you want to walk once at some point.
0: You know, you want to try
1: to have that balance. But when you have 50 walks and 150 strikeouts, like, you, we don't need ana- analytics too much. We just got to look at a piece of paper with basic stats. And those basic stat lines, if you know how to read them, it's going to give you all the answers you need. Like, I don't need advanced statistics to tell me anything. You know what I mean? Like, give me the basic stats. Give me the basic uh, stat line that we've always had. You know, you go to watch a game now, and the scoreboard is so confusing there's so many things up there. It's wild. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, oh, on base, on base plus slugging. I don't get. average RBIs, and then you want to break it down more. You go to home runs, singles, doubles, yeah. triples, strikeouts, walks, but basic run stats, basic stats, like that. basic stats, and a manager with good eyes, seeing the field and seeing what you're doing, is all you need. Yeah, don't need a guy graduated at Harvard or Yale behind a computer telling me. Hey this guy and uh, you know
0: Yeah. No. And and no. and look, we talked about uh, you know, and I'll get back to Judge, um, which is you know wh- why we started talking about this, but you know, we talked about Joe Madden the other day saying that a lot's coming from from the top. Yeah and wasn't allowing him to manage. And and look, you need to trust your manager to make some good decisions. I, I get it. You know, if if your main boss is saying this, you're like, okay, we'll we'll give it some some thought. But if you're paying me millions of dollars to think inside of the game then you gotta allow me to let this guy pitch more than five innings you gotta allow me to tinker with the lineup to maybe not put you know judge first and i and i know and i know that people were like okay but you know judge hitting leadoff is gonna get more bats therefore he might hit a couple of home runs and i and i get that but what happened about you know what happened to getting the first three guys on base right. and having judge yeah, exactly. a double into exactly. the gap or a grand slam?
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, playing traditional, standard, basic baseball. You know what I mean? Um, I like to start seeing like, and you know, if you if you look at Arizona, their lineup was traditional, man. You know what I'm saying? It was um, yeah. basic stat lines, man. And and I I, I can't express it enough that. You know, we're getting caught up in a lot of these little, 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 little minute details. Like, like you got to ride the wave of players also, Armando. Like, that's why the paper doesn't work. And I'm going to give you an example. When I worked in management, okay, we represented, well, the company I worked for represented Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich played for the Marlins many years. He was a utility player. He was a left-handed hitter, okay? And I remember many times... Derek Dietrich at the beginning of the season giving, being given many opportunities to play, you know, and there was times where he did pretty good, like he was doing well. And I remember that he would go three for four or four for four with four absolute scuds, like nasty. And the next day, because it's a lefty pitcher, he's on the bench. You understand? But I under, I understand that the paper may say, oh, but this guy, when he faces lefties, you know, this is where we're at. But where's the factor of he's hot? He's 4-for-4. Where's that factor? He just runs into one. We got a double in the gap. Like, where's that factor of the professional hitter that's hot, the athlete, he wants to be in there. He's hungry. He's hot. Now, he's on his wave, and you're not riding his wave with him. You're going based on the papelito.
0: It happens in game. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing a guy throw an absolute gem, either the starter or a guy from the bullpen, and then, because a papelito te dice algo, you're pulling the guy. Yeah, it's not. Uh, no. You can't do that. You
1: can't do that. And, and that's, that's where you have to let the manager manage and have a feel for what he's doing, take into consideration everything. But there are some pitchers. We're not robots, right? We're, all, we're humans. We feel better certain days, we feel better other days, right? But there are some pitchers that, on certain days later in their pitch counts, they start getting really good. You know what I mean, and I, and it happens in with the youth baseball as well with our eleven year olds. There's some times where after like thirty five, forty pitchers, like Victor really begins to get into it, Justin really begins to get into it. Now, what do you do? That's where they're at their best. Their mechanics are at their best. Their energy's at their best. Their confidence is at their best. Their form is at the best, but they're close to their limit. What do you do? You got to ride, baby. You got to ride. You you ride it. You definitely got to ride, ride it and you it. rest. Yeah. You ride it and you rest, yep. but I'm not going to take out a kid that's now getting in his comfort zone, and he's yep. looking good. And 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 the same thing in the big leagues. Like Wait, we've I, we've had guys come out of games with 71 pitches, or Mondo yep. dominating.
0: Yep, and it happened in the world. It happened in the World Series that you saw. I mean, to me, it was such a crazy stat line that uh, Nathan Yuvaldi. He his. His opponents were hitting one sixty eight against him when runners were in scoring position. So if the guy's worked himself into a jam, he's gonna get out. He's, he's gonna, gonna get, get out. Get out. He's got You cannot you can you have to let him pitch. To let him pitch. You, you pitch. gotta let him pitch. And you the guy pitch. I think he's earned his stripes, and I'm glad they let him get into a jam almost every inning, yep. but he got out of it. He got out of it. And and, and Texas Texas won, you know, thanks to him. Yep. And you know, you, keeping the same topic as we get into these free agents and we talk about where we think they're going to end up, um, we we have a, a very special pitcher going into the majors this year uh, from from Japan. Um, you know, everybody wants him. He he just he just um, he just posted, and and you know every everybody all the eyes are on this guy. It's uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And he just pitched in the Japanese World Series. I don't know if you saw his stat line. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Game six, he pitched, he threw 138 pitches. Yeah. For sure that's not happening in the majors. <laughs> the way they're managing. But, uh, but this, guy, this guy comes in with an, out, an outstanding record. Everybody wants him. Um, you know, they're, they're thinking he's going to get a, a lot, a lot of money. Um, you know, we we have the other kid who's who's young younger than him, um, coming out in a couple of years. But Yamamoto just posted. Uh, who would have thought the top two free agents in baseball right now, Mike, are two Japanese players, yeah. Otani and Yamamoto. And I'll start with Otani. You know, we're gonna speculate, but I I, I wanna I wanna do kind of like what we did last year. You know, before the season, and we were we were dead wrong when it came to MVPs and. And all that, but uh, you know, we want to see where where you. Th- I want to see where you think he's going to end up. I want to say where where I think he'll end up, and then we'll see. Uh, so Shohei Otani, where, where do you think he
1: ends up? Shohei Otani, I think he's going to go somewhere on the west side. Okay, um, you know, one of the things that's interesting to me about Shohei Ohtani is that I kind of, I don't see him. I see him kind of wanting to build something, you know that. And to me, the timing is perfect here for the Las Vegas A- A's to come in to Las Vegas. It might not be the right setting for him. I don't know. But, you know, these teams when they move, remember when 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 Montreal moved to Washington, they came with a mental checkbook. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Las Vegas A's might be the place for Shohei to build around. But if it's not there, I heard he wants to go to Texas. But I think it's somewhere to be somewhere in the West.
0: Yeah, I keep hearing I keep hearing Texas. A lot of people are thinking the Dodgers, but I agree with you. That that I, I think he wants to build something. Yeah, and, I think and he wants to be the guy. And I think he wants to pair up with with another another star and build something and win something yeah. together. So I'm I'm thinking Seattle, man. And I and I know I've yep. said it before, but could you imagine him and Julio in the same lineup? No, and can you imagine nice. Seattle
1: signing the pitcher as well? Yeah. Because remember, that's where their markets are on the west side, the yep. west coast. You know what I mean? Um it's gonna be really interesting. You know, but I, I definitely think it's going to be somewhere on that west side.
0: No, and 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 Seattle, Seattle had Ichiro for yep. many years. Oh yeah, and he's and he's a god over there. And those yep. people support their teams big time, big time. And you know whether it's That's whether right. it's the Mariners or or right. the Seahawks or or the Seattle Sounders. I don't know if you've seen for MLS games, fully packed. So I think Shohei Otani, yep. if he doesn't end up with with the obvious, you know, like oh Dodgers, you know they're going to give him a lot of money. I think Seattle would be such a good team yeah. for him to go to. Yeah. You stay on the West Coast, you play with Julio Rodriguez, you could pitch, you could hit. I I I, I think it's yeah, it, it would be an amazing opportunity for, for Shohei Otani. You know, Otani. I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna say something here that that um that I think in this situation it makes sense. I don't know if the salary for Shohei Otani really is gonna be the decision maker here and where he I don't goes. think so either. He made thirty million last year on advertising. Think about that. He made thirty million arbitration salary a year. He made thirty million in advertising. I don't think this guy is going to penny pinch and say, "I'm going to go there because they gave me the biggest check." I don't think this guy's like that, and I don't think that that it's necessary at this point.
0: That guy, you know in what J- I'm saying? That guy in Japan could be in every single ad. And, and we're
1: talking about three hundred million. We're talking about thirty million dollars in advertising in the United States. I'm sure he's got millions of dollars lined up in his country. I guarantee it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think that he's in a special situation. He's going to pick wherever he wants to go. But I think he's a builder. I think he's going to go somewhere where he's going to feel welcome. And um, it's going to be very interesting, man. Yep. Very interesting to see what happens. But it's going to be a two-year deal, bro. Short deal.
0: Yeah, we got to see how, how he deal. comes back from from that injury. And
1: that short deal opens up the market to everybody, I think, Armando everybody's on the table now at on a tooth on a two-year deal yeah. to get him ready. You know?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting and I, I can't wait to see where he ends up. The next guy is Yamamoto. I mean, he's number, he's number two. I think he ends up with the Yankees. Look, the Yankees yeah. and he pitching, we saw that, uh, that, that meme, we were just talking about it with, uh, you know, the video of the kids singing and they all sing poorly and it's all the Yankee pitchers And then Garrett Coles, they're yeah. like singing beautifully. Um, Yamamoto's a guy that's gonna give you innings. He's gonna give you a a, a guy who's just 25 years old. Um, you know Tanaka was there and he had a great career. Matsui was there, had a great career. I think I think Cashman needs to make a big splash, and and you're gonna see. I'm gonna mention the Yankees a lot here in this free agent list because I think I think Cashman needs to put up or shut up. Um, you know he's getting pressure from Judge. He's getting pressure from from the fans. Steinbrenner's giving him a chance I don't think he deserves. He needs to come up big. I think Kashmir needs to wake up a little bit. Did you see how
1: terrible their numbers were when they ranked all 30 teams in everything? And then for him to say yesterday, quote, unquote, oh, I think we're pretty fucking good. Bro, you're you're, you're between 20 and 30 in almost every category. You're not that good. And that's the thing. I think that... You know, you look at the Yankees and you, you you think of this monument of the Yankees and oh my god and then they're always in the mix and they're always in the mix. Not really. They haven't they been, haven't been so in a while. Cashman needs to wake up, bro. Because you're not that good, man. <laughs> nope. You're not that good.
0: You know what I mean? Like, like and look, why me- are we why is he confused? And look, last year I was super wrong, Mike. We we sat here and we talked on this podcast, and I said, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna sign this person and that person." They didn't sign anyone. Nothing. Nothing. They they didn't sign anyone. But I think this year he doesn't have a choice. Well, I I I I hope I'm right. And and again, these these are just speculations by 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 Mike and I. This isn't you know we we have no knowledge of this. This is just where where we think to the best of our ability they're gonna end up. But um, but I I think Yamamoto ends up with the Yankees, and I also think, um, I mean I, I I'm gonna I want to hear I want to say one more guy, and then you could tell me where you think Yamamoto ends up. But I also think that Juan Soto ends up with with the Yankees. Look, the the Padres can't afford to keep him. They can't. They're they're borrowing money, and we they didn't talk about money. it last week. They they borrowed
1: money, fifty million
0: to pay their players. <laughs> ridiculous uh but but juan, juan soto i think ends up with the yankees right
1: Here, here's my thing and i take on juan soto scott boris the biggest agent in baseball came out yesterday and said oh in my conversations with the padres um they absolutely have juan soto in the middle of that lineup and blah 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 blah. you know what that is to me smoke smoke it's not Big true time. that means that they don't have him in their plans <laughs> they're not gonna sign him because either they trade people or they need to figure out what they're going to do, San Diego, because yep. that formula—they're trading so formula for sure, did not work. Nope, it just didn't work. You know, and then and then the fact that now you have to borrow money to pay your players. And look, this is the you know this team's got the third best attendance. I, I am guaranteed that the team is not short of making money, of bringing in the money. But if you're having to borrow fifty million. You might have to take a look at where some of your expenses are going because that's a, they shouldn't be borrowing 50. I know a no. 50 million is a drop in the bucket when you're worth that much, but you shouldn't be having to borrow 50 million. No. You know what I mean? So we got to look at that, where that management's going, because that's not a good look.
0: Absolutely not. You know? Um, but, but yeah, I'm thinking Soto ends up with the Yankees. If, if, if you had to guess, uh, Yamamoto, where, where do you think he ends up? You know, I've
1: always thought the, the, the Asian pitchers in New York's a good place because of the people who have pitched there before. Do
0: you think the Mets have a chance at all?
1: I think that with the debacle of the Mets and what they did with Verlander and Scherzer this year, I think that you're going to see free agents stay away from the Mets a little bit, especially pitchers. I don't think I don't think that's going to be a landing spot for yeah. big big arms. Yeah.
0: So so Yamamoto. Hey, right? so consensus yeah. Yankees yeah. and yeah. and and Juan Soto. If if they trade him, do you do you think New York's a good landing spot? Because well, he's got the, the out- short
1: porch in right field. You know they, they need lefty bats. Yeah, they need lefty bats. They need a lot of them. You know, he got the short porch in right field, and and you know, I think he's got like. The highest one of the highest stat lines and something on base or something in the league so he's, you know, he's going to give you quality of bats he's going to force pitchers to throw a lot of pitches and he's going to hit well he's going to change your lineup but what's the price tag I think Steinbrenner needs to just what's the price tag put put up I mean you
0: know? I'm envisioning going back and mentioning another free agent I'm envisioning you know to round out the Yankees I'm envisioning in the outfield judge with Juan Soto and Cody Bellinger. And I see Matt Chapman playing third base. Nice. And and Yamamoto as a pitcher. And I think you close up free agency there. You spend your money. You you find a taker for Stanton. You pay whatever you need to pay yep. To, yep. to get rid of you him. Get them off the books. You trade some of the some other younger guys. And then when Dominguez comes back, you, you could, you know, you could platoon one of those guys as a DH, Cody, uh, Cody Ballinger, maybe, or, or Judge or whatever. And and Dominguez, I mean Judge plays good defense. You know, and then Dominguez could, could come back as a DH. You know, you don't you don't put him on the field too much. You know, until he gets back. But I think that's the right approach, and I think yeah, they, get bats, the man. Back. they get the rotation Bellinger. back. Bellinger, I think Bellinger
1: Soda. is a Yankee guy. I mean that that guy to me. I mean, I I was surprised that last year they didn't just sign him on that one year deal. You the know? Marlins could have had him. Yeah, the Marlins could have had him on a one year deal, and we, we spoke about this. You know what I mean? Like it's wild, and now he's gonna get paid. He's gonna make about yep. two fifty
0: so let, let's see let's see what happens with those guys and, and Matt Chapman he's a third yeah. baseman that everybody wants I'm, I'm saying Yankees what what are you thinking
1: I think he's a good fit there the Yankees need a third baseman um, it just seems like the Yankees are in everybody now you know they're like in everybody's mix um, yeah that's probably a good fit for Armando you know I, I, everybody I, wants to play in New York man and that's so. the type of player that they're just give them a little more and and they, they secure themselves a nice a nice, yep. nice third baseman there but I'm under their arms.
0: They got to get the rotation back, the Yankees, man. They do, man. I think you know? with Yamamoto and, and and Cole.
1: Are we going to get Rodon? He's healthy. Is he Ro- going to be? A healthy
0: Rodon. And then, you know, you, know, you fill out that back end with yeah, Cortez and with somebody Cortez, else. Yeah. Cortez, who was at the Trump rally last night in Hialeah. Mm-hmm. And Trump called him out. He's like the Hialeah kid. <laughs> um, the next guy, Mike, is a guy that that we spoke about before. Trevor Bauer. He went to Japan, started off not too good, and then he ended up being beast, beast. They were saying his his fastball improved. A mile an hour. Improved. Now that, you know, Peter uh, Manfred needs to- It's
1: proven that the girl was trying to set him up, right? I mean, yeah, it's like cold case. Yeah. I said
0: Roman. I said Peter Manfred instead of Rob Manfred because <laughs> I'm thinking of Peter Bendix because I wanted to I was mentioning him next, but Rob Manfred needs to yeah. needs to uh, forgive and say I mean yeah. actually apologize yeah. and all is forgiven because um, that whole situation was bad. But yeah. you know let's let's forget that mm-hmm. Bauer's gonna be back in the bigs. Yep. I said Peter because I think Peter Bendix coming in as a GM. Sandia Cantra's out for the year. You're missing an ace there, Trevor Bauer the the in the Marlins makes all the sense in the world. All the sense in
1: the world. I'm on the we we were we the beginning of this scandal. You know when you've I been was, wanting him I, here I've for been, quite a bit. I've been saying bit. it. I've been saying like, dude, you put that guy behind that cantata and in front of this little other guy we got. Uh, what's his name? The the other Lizardo. Yeah, Yudi or the oh and Eldy. Yes, hey, it's a perfect fit you become an immediate contender with this with Sandy Bauer and Yuri you're an immediate contender But now Sandy's a year away so but this Sandy's guy steps in away. as your one This guy steps in as your one you sign him on a super friendly deal He steps in as your one you to your two or vice versa however you want to do it and he's your guy Okay but You got to be careful Philadelphia Yeah Philadelphia's going to go after an arm because yeah. they're they're losing a uh, you're going to lose Nola.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and okay. I'm glad you mentioned Nola because so, so Bauer, you know, Phillies might come out. I, if I'm the Marlins, I'd sign him to a one-year deal and, you know, with a player option and then see, you know, maybe after a year he wants to continue, has a good thing, you know, pitches with Sandy the year after, or maybe he says, you know what? I want to go somewhere else. But you mentioned Aaron Nola. I think, and, and this is like a two-tier thing, right? Clayton Kershaw's getting old. Uh he's he's gonna miss probably half the season. I think Kershaw ends up with the Rangers, by the way. Uh and Nola ends up with the Dodgers.
1: I was gonna say Nola Dodgers or Rangers. I think the Rangers are gonna make one hard push to get another big arm. Um not that they need it, but they solidify that one another big arm, it's gonna be big time.
0: Remember you know? M- Montgomery Montgomery's yeah. a free agent. Yeah. I think Montgomery either re signs or ends up with the Cardinals. Yeah. I think the Cardinals will be a great landing spot yeah. for, for that's a Montgomery. Great spot
1: for him. And and that's a great place to pitch. You know, for a guy like him. And you
0: mentioned the Phillies. I think Sonny yeah. Gray for the Phillies would, would be good. I mean, he, he had an outstanding year for, for the Twins. Um, you know, he kind of went back, got, got back to the Sonny Gray that, that we remember why the Yankees uh, made a play for him. And, and Sonny Gray after that year, I, I, think, I think Phillies.
1: Yeah, I think Phillies. I think his pride tag is going to be a little lower than Nola. I think Nola's starting at 30. But, um, you know, I think the Phillies, to get over that hump, because it's a hump. There's a little hump they got to get over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just getting close, but not, you know, they, they went from World Series to, you know, they kind of regressed a little bit, kind of, if you look at it from that perspective. But they need a little more to get over that hump. Yeah. A little more. And it's it's crazy you say it, but they need a little bit more to get over maybe,
0: that Maybe that. a guy that hits for 300. That, nice. <laughs> you know, that would be nice. You know, it's funny.
1: That would be nice. You know, imagine you put in a rise on that line. If you put somebody like that spectacular, you change the game. But. Um, let's
0: leave. Let's leave a rise over over with Miami. You know, and uh, you know we're we're talking about the uh, the Rangers, man. Um, a Leclaire, he's a pretty good closer. A they had that one two punch with with our boy Chapman, but oh, Chapman's not coming back. How about Josh Hader to the Rangers? Yeah, you know you put bring that lefty righty combo. You keep it with with Hader and Leclaire. And I think the Rangers are going to open up their pockets, man. I I, I think the Rangers are going to make a huge play for Otani, by the way, and you mentioned it. Um, and I, I I think they're going to be in on Hayter. I think they're going to be in on on Kershaw, like, you know, at a low amount. I think they're going to try to keep Montgomery. I think they're going to try to go after Nola. I think that team's going to want to win again, for yeah, and know. build a little dynasty there.
1: The winning is is awesome, and this team has done all these signings: Incognito, Mosquito, nothing crazy. Yeah. No, I and mean, they no, spent money, no, money, but I mean, you know, it, it's not these, you know, they opened up for the right away. Boom. They wanted him. But these Simeon, other guys, they've signed. You know, they've been they've been nice, nice deals, you know, yeah. good money deals, nothing crazy, nothing exaggerant. But they put together the right formula. That's why people think like, yeah, you want to open up the checkbook because you want to bring the player. And I get it. You want it. But, dude, you got to You got to have an idea of how to build some type of formula on how you're going to win. You know what I mean? And that's why when I see like these these like what San Diego did, dude, they went crazy, right? When they signed Xander and this guy and that guy and shortstop and that bah, 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 bah. Okay. Well, what what would yeah. that do for you? You didn't even get to the playoffs. Look, they And by they, the way, you needed that playoff money to pay your guys. And t- you were banking on playoffs when you, when you when you when you signed all of those guys to all of that money. You were anticipating that your team that you own was going to be in those playoffs. And then those playoffs equal dollars. So when you ran your numbers on paying this guy, you ran your numbers saying, this is what we make on playoffs, XXX. Well, guess what happened this year? There's no playoffs. So you didn't have that XXX. That's why you had to borrow $50 million. My advice is to an owner, and I own a small baseball academy, My advice to these billion dollar owners is budget with what the regular season does. That's it. That's what you can pay. Now, you get into a playoff situation a couple years and you got 50, 60, 70, 80 million extra. Now you go and you sign that guy.
0: Absolutely. But you can't
1: speculate, bro. Not in these sports. And that's what happened. They said, we're going to make this playoff money every year and this money we're going to use to. Did it happen? Yep. That's exactly what happened
0: it's uh you know, some some of these teams with the with the big budgets. What, what I like with that the Rangers did, they 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 gave the big bucks to two guys who played essentially the same position, split them up second and short, and these two guys are right now they're MVP finalists. Mm-hmm. It's Otani and Otani with Simeon and and, and Seeger, your yep. MVP finalists. They they did things right, and I think they're gonna continue spending, they're gonna continue doing things right. And look the the Dodgers who are another team that spent money, I think they're gonna go after Nola. I think they're also going to go after Blake Snell. I don't. I don't see Snell coming back to San Diego. Um, He's a lefty pitcher. He'll come in and replace Kershaw. Kershaw, and you know he stays in Southern California. I think that's a that's a very good fit.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good fit for him. Um, Man, we're 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 kind of focusing around just these three four teams, huh? Yeah, it's all it is. I mean, there's you know who else? Look, you you want to focus on? You think Arizona? Arizona going to make a
0: move? Well, I was going to mention Arizona next because. I have the Lourdes Guriel is a free agent. Either they keep him, or I could see him coming to to the Marlins. Um, you know, he gives you a, a good a good uh, a good player in the outfield. You know, he'll replace. Uh, I mean, Solaire mainly DHs, but he, he could he could play outfield for for the Marlins. Very good defensively. He could hit. He's not a complete superstar, but he makes some big plays. He made you know he got some big hits when when it mattered. I don't know if Yuli's gonna stay here with, with the Marlins or not, but you know, it's it's a it's a friendly city, you know. Um I think he's a player that that fits that that Tampa Bay mold. You know, Bauer Bauer's a shot, you know, that you have to take you replace your one. Lourdes Guriel fits at Peter Bendix. And they live here. Tampa Bay. And they live here. Yeah, they live yeah. here. But he fits that mold. Fits I, that I think mold. I think he's good here, or, or he stays with Arizona.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. You know, I agree. Him coming over, you know, over the Miami is is a great move. Um, it'd be nice to have him and his brother play a year together. You know, I think that'd, that'd be nice. That, that'd, that'd be nice. cool. You know, it'd be something nice. You know, something you could do stuff with the fans and stuff yeah. like that. But um, man, I love free agency, man. And then and then I love when when finally moves start happening. A couple moves already happened. A couple signings. When these moves start happening and teams start formulating and all of a sudden some team, the Chicago White Sox sign Shohei Otani and you're blown away and you're like, whoa, I love the sports world. Yeah, I love it.
0: Look, so and, uh, another move I could see the Marlins making, Jadiel Rodriguez, who's a, a Cuban pitcher, reliever, pitched in in Japan. He's a you know, he's trying out for a bunch of teams. He gives you some much needed, you know, r- relief pitching and and i also see um soler going to the cardinals i mean I, I i think the cardinals could could use a bat and after the cardinals let go of of, of two cubans a rosa reina and Adoles garcia hey you know take soler soler had a Damn. had a big year what a know, I, yeah that's uh, that's that's tough i mean Gar, Gar, look Gar, Gar, garcia garcia struggled and he came you know he came on and and he he built himself into what he is right now but uh or Rosa Reina, man. Like, how do you miss on that guy? I missed on that guy, man. He's such a stud, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bring him from Tampa over here, dude. You yeah. know? I mean, I, I I love I love Randy Rosa That's probably one yeah. of my one of my favorite players in, He's in the bigs.
1: He's an electric. And the what he did in the world baseball classic, oh, yeah. that was
0: classy. That was kind of when he team. caught that ball and he stayed with it. Like he just stayed there, like standing, man. It yeah, was it was it was it was so cool. So good. And and you know, last but not least, I mean, we could go over a billion free agents, but but Arizona, one thing I saw missing in 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 that team is a little bit of a of a veteran presence. I mean, they had Longoria, you know, and you know he. But it it was a lot of young guys, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that haven't played for you know some of the winning teams and all that. And they they did a lot with what they had. I could see a guy like a Harrison Bader fit in with with Arizona. Uh, you know, Bader's a guy that that you know played with the Yankees. Did did pretty damn good last year, but you know, he he struggles with injury. That's his big thing. You know, you take him over there to to contribute, especially if a Yuli Guriel, I mean a Yuli Gurriel, Lourdes Gurriel leaves, you know, Harrison Bader could fit right in. You know, he comes in, he's a he's a a, a team player, he's a guy, he's a very likable guy, a guy that's gonna hustle yeah. until he injures himself. Uh, but that's a guy that could fit very well with with Corbin Carroll and and a few of these of these kids.
1: Yeah, another another baseball player. You know, you're adding another pelotero. another pelotero to the mix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Arizona more next year, like regular yeah. season. You know what I mean? Because um, not only do I love the way Tory manages, but just just so many good baseball players there, man. If they just keep on adding baseball players to the mix, they're going to be in good shape. And I hope that it's proven already that you don't have to win your division to win a World Series. No. You don't have to, you know, you can wild card it in. You can be 20 games back. You know, you can blow it at the end. But you just got to get in. And then once you get in, it's a totally different season. Like is that proven already, or like
0: the home, or like are we like is that is that proven already? I know, or? I know that Bo- uh, you know? Scott Boris threw something. It's not going to happen. But he said, oh, the World Series should be at a neutral site. Stupid. That's that's that's, that's, that's stupid. So the revenues, but, what the home yeah.
1: stadium after doing right. a great season, great signings, are not yeah, going to reap a, the benefits v- of the very, the finances. No, very
0: stupid idea. But but the one the one thing that that um that makes that does make sense not to play in a neutral site. But I, I think I think home field doesn't matter anymore. And and we remember. saw we saw it in these playoffs more than more than I could remember. Uh because home field usually matters. But this year it was like it, it, it made no sense. And and you know, you had Houston kicking ass in, in, in Dallas or in in Arlington, and then you had Texas <laughs> kicking yeah. ass in Houston. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it, it made no sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think it helps when you in the bed you sleep in and the restaurants you like, but I think that once you get that uniform on and you get on the field, like I said, it doesn't matter if the it's a wiffle ball field in the street or the baseball fields on Mars. Like it's the same rules, you know. todo mundo, you know. But you know, you had mentioned also like there is advantages in building a team. Like if you're the Yankees and you know you have eighty one games over there, and you know you know you can. The advantage you have is you can sign lefties and you can take advantage of your short right field porch but when the game starts the fence is there for both teams you know what I'm <laughs> absolutely, saying. absolutely yeah so it's kind of i just to me you know and like i had mentioned there's guys who like playing on the road you know there's teams that like to hit first and strike first yep like that's the game like you you're you're supposed to play your best wherever you are home or away like kind of I just don't think the home field matters, you know. Once the game starts, man, you know.
0: Yeah, man, and it's um, you know, one you got to play in. Like you said, man, the right field porch with the in, at Yankee Stadium is going to be the right field porch for, yeah. for for all teams. So, but but you know, before before we wrap up, you know, we we mentioned Craig Council at the beginning of the uh, of, of the of the podcast. Goes to the Cubs, you know they get rid of of, of, of David Ross uh, and hire Craig Council, make him the highest paid manager in baseball. Five years, forty million dollars. His peers are are happy as shit. Oh yeah, I mean all these managers that that were getting you know these these salaries, and now all of a sudden this kid, you know, because I mean I always see Council still as a kid, even though he's not a kid, but he's a young manager. Um, he, he's he's getting paid. Eight, $8 million. million a year, which is crazy, you know. And um, he he's he's setting the um, he's setting it up for 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 manager salaries from here on out. You want a big manager, you got to pay him. And pay the him. Indians wanted him, Brewers wanted him, and the Cubs wanted him. The Mets really wanted him too. And and now the uh, the Milwaukee owner is pissed because he said we were going to make him the highest paid manager in baseball as well. But he decided to leave and, and look, maybe he saw, maybe when he interviewed with the Cubs, the Cubs said, hey, we're, we're set to spend money. And we didn't mention the Cubs there and with, with any of those free agents, but could it be that now council gets there and, and, and this team spends? Because it took a lot of years to get the Cubs to win. They finally won. Or are, are, are they due to, to spend some money and possibly win again?
1: The last time that they built and they had a run, it started with the hiring of a manager. Yep, you know what I mean. So I think they're going to make a push. That'd be nice. Who doesn't like to play in Chicago, the Cubs? That's such a great place to play, and, and it's a base. You know, it's a baseball. It's a traditional town. Yeah. baseball
0: team too, man. And it's uh, you know, as much as as much as I I, I love seeing this World Series, you know, it's it, as baseball guys, and you know, we went over it a couple a couple weeks ago and last week, you know, and I showed the those old books. It's always nice to see the classic teams you know and, and and the World Series. and and I think baseball is better when when the classic teams compete at least, you know, the Cubs, the Yankees, the Dodgers, um, you know the the Mets, the White Sox, you yeah. know the, these classic teams it's 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 just nice yeah. to see you know because because you talk tradition, you know, you talk about Ernie banks and and, and all that with the Cubs. Uh, and, the, and it took the man it took the Cubs so many years to to win one. But yeah, I I I think you're right. You know, it starts with the hiring of of Craig Council, and I think that team's gonna gonna build. There's a lot of managerial positions still available, Mike, and and you know, and and he. I think Houston's such a big one, and, and I, I don't I don't know who they're gonna hire, but you know, it's um, you know, it's 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 a team that that needs to bring in a guy that's gonna. Bring that team back up because Dusty did a great job, but I mean the consensus is that Joe Espada is gonna take over, which is a guy that I like for, for the Yankees. But but do you do you think promoting from within is is a correct choice or should they look at maybe like a guy like Mark Kotze
1: I mean Joe Espada's been around a long time. You know what I mean?
0: Because um, he and, you and, and, and and sorry to cut you off. You know to that point. He, he's been there for a long time, but but we've seen sometimes that that mindset of, oh, he's, he's next in line doesn't always yeah. work.
1: Yeah, next in line doesn't always work. Um, in my opinion, when you're going to go look for a manager, you have to open it up to everybody that's going to come and do an interview to just kind of like hand it off and not go through that process. At the professional team level, elite. I don't think that's the right process. You know, let it interview. Remember when the let Dolphins go handed, with five or six
0: guys? Remember when the Dolphins you know? handed the team from Jimmy Johnson to Wanstead? How did that work
1: out? How did that work out? Yeah,
0: I mean, I like Wanstead personally, but yeah. that team went south yeah. really quickly.
1: Yeah, I, I think I, opening it up and and, and that's especially, the- especially especially off season. Like I understand like what the Raiders just did, where they brought in you know they they promoted the guy up because in the middle of the season, season, right. right. But off season, you're just going to hand it to somebody. No, man, we got five months. Yeah. It's like, off season. and if I am going to hand it to you, there's going to be at the right before spring trainings. I got to see what else is going on there, you know, but let's right No,
0: And of course the Raiders are going to, you know, look at Antonio Pierce, but they'd be stupid not to open it up. Of course. Just like when, you know, just like, I mean, and this is Houston. We're talking about Mike. We're not talking about, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates. We're talking about contenders. the freaking Houston Astros. Yeah, the
1: contenders. Hall of Famer. One on year there,
0: removed yeah. from winning the, a, World, a, Series. A, the World Series. And, and we talked about what they did after their debacle. You know, they, they brought in Baker. who was a proven manager. Un He comes in, wins a World Series. Puts you back in a position to win the World Series. And look, and, and it's not a knock on Joe's spot. I like Joe spot. I think... I I I considered him a candidate for the Yankees when when we thought Boone was going to get fired. But it'd be, it, it'd be it would be very foolish for the Astros in the position that they're in to just say here you go.
1: Right. Um you know, I just thought of this, but I it, it, I think the Houston Astros is a sensitive and, and again, just just came into my brain. The Houston Astros to me seem like finding a manager for them is a little more sensitive than these other teams that have to rebuild and have to open their checkbooks because they're just a year out like you just said. You know what I'm saying? So I'm beginning to think now maybe a change in culture maybe isn't like what they need right now. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just, again, this is came out. Like maybe because they're so good and they're always in the mix and they've won World Series a bunch of them lately and they, they're they a year away from it, maybe they're like, coño, we don't, we don't. Like we don't want to change the culture. Maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, or may- no.
0: Maybe they don't want to like, maybe you know, shuffle, or, shuffle you the know? deck. But but they did that with Dusty, right? And you know,
1: well, Dusty had mop up duty because he came in right after <laughs> yeah, this whole. Yeah. You know, he had mop up duty. He did a you great know, job. Like, but I'm just thinking. I just came in my head, like you know, maybe for them, like maybe they they don't want to change in culture. Look, I bro. I I, you I, know?
0: I think uh, a team like that needs a
1: a Mac Daddy, bro.
0: A Buck Showalter, no, no, Buck Showalter. A Joe bro, bro. Joe no, Madden, Caballo, bro, like, you know, it's like somebody I mean, who's gonna
1: go in there and and kind of like, but 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 I don't think there. It's
0: talk about a good position I think you for, could, for I think, Showalter. I think,
1: I think that if you get hired as a manager there, I think if you just jump on the surfboard on the top of the wave and you ride what's there and plus start building, I think it'll be in good shape. But I don't know if that organization needs to bring a change of culture because they
0: win. They freaking win. win! They're, They're good. Win. They're in the mix. They got best players, and they got Verlander back, and they got. You know, they may win. They may win regardless, regardless of manager. Yeah. But you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I I think a veteran manager yeah, would, be, yeah, would be would be good there. Him. I'm like just a talking, Walter. You know. but hey, you know, if it's if it's Joe Espada you know, hats yeah. to, hats off to him. I mean, he's right. a, he's a good baseball mind and you know he he may do it you know i, I don't want him to <laughs> win uh and i i'm i'm here openly you know giving giving some some advice to to the astros but you know i, I hope they lose but uh but yeah i think uh, you know i i i think a team like that is better built for a veteran manager we'll we'll, we'll I agree. see I agree. but before before we go we got to mention you know our our businesses you know i'm a real estate agent uh, there's a lot going on in the real estate world, but call me. You know, I want to keep it short. Call me, contact me. You know, um, look me up on Instagram, Ramando Alvarez Realtor, and and hit me up. You know, if you're looking to buy, hey, end of the year. You know, r- right now people are starting to think for next year a lot. A lot of people's uh, New Year's resolution, aside from losing weight and getting in shape, mm-hmm. is to buy a house. So contact me and you know, let me know what's up. I'll help you with whatever you need, even if it's just to hear you out and give you good advice and then you got diamond dreams miami academy we're wrapping up the fall season december we got playoffs and then it's on to the spring
1: yeah it's a it's a quick turnaround you know and then you get ready now for spring which is the long season this is the real fun one you know Beautiful. starts in january ends close to june you got your spring breaks you know things are spread out a little differently you get your daylight savings back you get your sunlight back in late february um, but, hey, registration is open for our, our beginners, um, Daddy and Me, Mommy and Me class, DD Super 2s and 3s, and our rookies program Registrations open, ages uh, beginners, ages 4 and up. We have two beginners groups, uh, 4 to 6, and we have another beginners group, uh, 7 and up. So if you're a beginner and you want to join and want to be a part of our beginner instructional league, uh, we have some nice new uh, programs coming out. We have some nice new little things we're going to start for some beginner kids, some older kids. And, uh, you know, we got something up our sleeve. You know that.
0: So yep. stay tuned. Call call Mike. Call Mike. And, hey, you know, there's an election season is yep. is in full swing. Yep. Here in Miami, we had Trump and Hialeah. Yep. We had the debate down here. And just this morning, I went for Cafecito La Carreta and Vivek Ramaswamy was there. So you might start seeing some politicals. Yep.
1: Make sure you vote.
0: There was a few guys there. But, but yeah, hey, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm a big political nerd. But hey, whatever party you're 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 in, vote because I don't want to hear you bitch later yeah, on exactly. about oh this and this happened. If exactly. you don't vote, you have no right to 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 complain. You know, vote, vote in every election every possible. One. But, get but this has been episode fifty nine of Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In. Next week, sixty.
1: Oof. Close to retirement. See ya.